You're listening to the She Renovates podcast. You're listening to She Renovates, the podcast for women who want to renovate to create an income and a life they love. Hello, renovators. So today's episode is a bit of a hodgepodge, to be honest. So Joe Vidello, my occasional co-host, and I recorded an episode earlier in the week speculating on what the government builder's bonus or builder's grant might look like and what the opportunities were for it. However, the day after we recorded that episode, uh, the details got published or uh, released um, by the government. And so, of course, we had to do a really quick retake and pretty much scrap everything that we had recorded previously, because while some of it was accurate, some we got completely wrong. And so today... um, You are going to be getting the intro from the first take and then the remainder of the episode is the second take that we quickly recorded last night over a glass of wine and it should fill you in on the details that you need to know about the opportunities this grant presents for you. Now, before we get into that, I just want to let you know that the Reno Bootcamp, our inaugural online Reno Bootcamp, doors are closing this weekend. So if you are wanting to really take advantage of the grants, jump in there and grab yourself a tester's spot where we provide you with an amazing incentive for being one of the first people through and giving us feedback so that we can make sure that it is absolutely top-notch. On that note, I'm going to get right into the episode now. Welcome, Jo. How are you today? I'm awesome, Bernadette. Thank you so much for having me again. No worries. Every now and again, it's really nice to have a co-host because I feel, yeah, it's a bit hard talking to yourself sometimes. Plus, you bring that wealth of knowledge around the property market, what's happening and so on. And so today we've got a very uh, specific topic. We're going to be talking about what the government's hinting at in terms of, well, some of it's been announced. Uh, but in terms of grants moving forward. But before we do that, how's the lockdown or the loosening off of the lockdown working for you? (laughs) It's going well, actually. I'm thinking um, even though I define myself as being an introverted extrovert, (laughs) I'm you know, it's cold, so I don't mind being home. You know, if this was summer, I'd be like, you know, really hopping hopping and skipping down to the beach. But um, I don't mind some um, lazy days in front of Netflix. And business has been really strong sort of on the pickup post-Easter when I think people are starting to get their confidence back. But also, you know, this is just a new world, a new way of doing business, and we're still moving and moving forward. Yeah, that's what I, I really love, some of the changes that have come around as a result of needing to be, um, you know, keep distance. To be honest with you, I bet you haven't either, but I have had no time to watch Netflix. 
<laughs> I've been reading again. That's, that's an old yeah. tool I forgot I had. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. It's funny. Actually, I must have more time on my hands because one of the issues that we have, because Stephen and I, it's just us, and all the babies have flown the coop. We have this thing where he will leave a little screw or something somewhere and then say to me, oh, do you know where that thing is? And, like, I'm meant to just say, oh, you know, yeah. tell him where it is. And the other day I thought, you know what, I'm going to fix this. So what I'm doing is I'm going through every junk drawer, everything oh. in the whole house, and I'm categorising everything down to the screw and putting it in a file so, you know, and um, I actually bought some mailing boxes for so something I was doing and I bought 100 boxes in the wrong size. <laughs> and so now I've got these perfect boxes. So I've already gone through about 60 of them. So when he comes to me and he says, you know, where will I find earplugs or where will I find the key to this, I can go to the list and say, go there. So yeah. I think that's proof that I have way too much time on my hands. It's so good, though, having things systemised. Oh. <laughs> I know, but the, the, the proof is going to be whether I can maintain that because I have to admit that I am the messy one. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit the same in my house too, Bernadette. So. Oh, that's good. We're, I, uh, I think we're the creative ones as well, so that's, um, that's okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, um, so in terms of the market, so you're saying things are a bit more um, buoyant. They are. Well, I guess you know, like there's a low, there's low housing stock out there, but the number of buyers are strong, and therefore it is still, um, you know, it's still not in our hands to control prices. You know, I'm still, you know, really trying to get in early on the ground, and I'm talking about people who are buying at a price point where it's, it's a lot more competition. We're not talking about your five million dollar budgets. You know, we're talking. Yeah. About you know, your yeah. mum's and dad's trying to get into the housing market and things like that. So, um, so yeah. would, have you noticed a um, drop in the higher end, like in the $5 million mark? I'm not, I haven't actually had much to do with that in, okay. the, in the business, um, not since before coronavirus really was an issue. Yeah, mm. so I don't actually know where that sits. But all the conversations I've had with a number of different brokers we work with, they are run off their feet with inquiries. Um, investor as well as owner occupiers as well as first homeowners and I think a lot of people are seeing in the marketplace this you know small window of time where prices are probably stagnant to a yeah. certain extent so you know competition's still there but they're not on the rise I know some people are getting themselves ready for perhaps and perhaps there is going to be a dip in the market prices so they are doing the right thing and that is getting themselves um, pre-approved as well. Exactly, yeah. I think there'll be a lot of disappointment if there's no um, crash. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there probably will be. But in saying that, like, I don't think the JobKeeper is going to stave off, is going to stave off anyone getting into trouble with their property. So I just don't, I really don't understand the market at the moment, to be honest. It is, it is. I mean, it's obviously, um, you know, a first for all of us involved. But I did mm. read um, just in the media about realestate.com.au, um, you know, like talking about even though a lot of the headlines and the clickbait is saying, you know, 30% drops and all this drama, 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 and they're saying, well, that's not reflective in the amount of searches they're seeing. And so there are a lot of people locked indoors 
still surfing the internet, looking at properties, what can they do, what can they buy, you know, and it's obviously, you know, you and I are converted. But he actually mentioned that the new housing market also, have, they've had their record, big, most their busiest months has just passed in terms of searches. So, you know, yeah, yeah. the difference between the journos who are doing the headlines and exactly. the reality. Because those things don't sell papers, do they? Yeah. The, course, good, yeah. the, the truth. Yeah. Don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. <laughs> okay. So um, let's talk about the government grants. Sure. So let's talk about the new bill one for a start. Yeah. So do you want to, yeah, do you want to sort Share of expand on that? Yeah, yeah, of course. And look, by the time, you know, you're, you know, people are listening to this, we might have a, a bit more of a concrete understanding of what that means. But the government is trying to stimulate construction and the industry and, and obviously jobs in that sector. Joe and I actually recorded this episode on Wednesday. So we, we were getting in there because at that point we didn't have the details of the Home Builder Grant, but it was a speculative chat. But in between then and now, the details have been, well, some of the details have been released. They're still quite sketchy. And so that's required a bit of a retake because things that we didn't know were going to be in the detail, we now know. So welcome back, Joe. It's been a yeah. long time. <laughs> Fantastic to be back. <laughs> Look, it's good we can kind of go over where we were speculating, but now we've got some, you know, now we've got some real true details. What does that still mean for you as a renovator, as a homeowner? Yeah. What can you do with this opportunity with home buyers? Well, I guess the first thing, the first distinction we need to clarify is that it is for your principal place of residence. So it's not for an investment property mm -hmm. and it's for renovations such as kitchens, bathrooms, uh, substantial renovations, which I think is quite an interesting choice of words because that has a meaning, it's a terminology that the ATO refers to, a substantial yeah. renovation, and it's not taxable, so that money's tax-free. So it's either for buying and building a new home or renovating an existing home. That's right. And, and yeah. the existing home is only up to $1.5 in value. Yes. So this will really speak to a lot of your audience who are renovators and perhaps they're looking for a project to do. But perhaps that project is home. Maybe that's where you can start to add some serious value to your property. If you've got a if you've got a budget allocation already, um, I think you need to have one hundred fifty thousand of your own money. If I'm correct, yes. Um, yes. then you get your twenty five thousand bonus. And as Bernadette said, it's you know it is it is in, in your own home. It's not adding on a swimming pool and a deck and a jacuzzi. But this is an opportunity for you to put some equity, like build some equity in, in mm. your home. At a, a time where it is a little bit of, I guess, a little bit of uncertainty at the moment. So why not? You know, yeah. why not use this gift, so to speak, of, from the government? And it is the money is there to stimulate the construction industry. It's about bringing jobs in. So that is that is why this has been created. I know it's been met with some negativity from other sectors and um, especially where housing is so unaffordable for so many. But if you've got this period of time, it's a window that we can look at, um, I guess, Making the, making the best of a situation. Yes, I'm a little bit concerned about the minimum requirement, the spend of 150000 mm. um, because I think, you know, there could be the risk of people overcapitalising because they have to spend that money. So you really do need to be careful and make sure that 
the renovations that you do do actually add value to the home. Yeah, absolutely. This is true. Because otherwise you're adding, you know, like close enough to 200000 to the asset base. So, yeah, making sure that... But if you're needing to do an addition to add another bedroom or add a living room, add another bathroom, it's an excellent opportunity. Yeah, no, I, I, guys, I do see it as that. It's, if, if you're in a position, if that's what you've been considering doing, this is, this is the time to you make a three-bedroom home, a four-bedroom one, you know. And obviously... Yeah. Look, look around you and see what the area calls for as well. And if you've been in your home for 15 years, maybe now is the time to do some other upgrades, cosmetic upgrades as well. Exactly. Um, the other thing to be mindful of is that the property value is capped at $1.5 million. Yes. So if your property is worth more than $1.5 million, which particularly in Sydney is not hard to do, then you don't qualify. But there are plenty that are worth less than that. So great opportunity for them to bring the, the standard of their home up and, and hopefully the value. I, I thought it might be worthwhile just giving people some tips on if they want to do this, how to really go about figuring out what to do mm-hmm. with the home. And one of the things I, you know, like the first thing I would suggest is actually doing a little bit of research on renovated homes in your area and just like having conversations with the agents and figuring out what it is that people in your area look for when they're looking for a renovated home so that you make sure that you hit the mark in terms of getting the renovation to be profitable and add value to the home. Even if you're not planning to sell, you can then uh, refinance and hopefully tap into some of that equity. Yes, yeah. yeah. What about the new builds, Joe? Because that's one of your areas of expertise. <laughs> um, do you yeah. have many people uh, wanting land for a new build? Yeah, we do. Absolutely. For um, a home, for, for, for the PPR? Yeah, we do. We've got people in Sydney. So the, the cap is 750000 Yeah. which, of course, means if you're based in a capital city, you're looking at a further afield field. Um, yeah. So can I just ask, is that... Is that the reno? Oh, the property value. Property. I'd say that'd be the full. Whoa. Yes. So you really are talking that I'm going to quote Sydney here, but Jamarson Park, Gregory Hills areas, um, which, you know, that would mean it's, you're going to be able to get in, but it's not going to be, you know, it's going to set what your decision is. And I do believe that some of the terms and conditions are you need to sign a build contract within a three-month three, to three month window. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's actually it's from the 4th of June to the 31st of December. So it's okay. six months, but that's the contract, the building contract, and you need to have commenced within three months. Of signing the contract. Yeah, so you okay. sign the contract and that makes you eligible to claim the grant but then you need to have started because I guess otherwise people would be signing contracts and then rescinding them just to get the money. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, so that just be mindful if you're looking to do something like this, that when the land you are negotiating on, first of all, you want to make sure that the house you want matches up to the land you've got and what you want to do can be built on it. So you've got your house and land package, but make sure that the land is registered and even if a builder or a developer will say, oh, it's getting that council it could be registered in the next two to three months, I know what those two to three months can sometimes blow out to. So just be really mindful of that. So the land registration date is something you really need to be aware of because otherwise you could find you've committed to a property that you will not, will not be able to 
get, you know, break earth, so to speak. Actually, that's such a good point. So uh, the other thing that uh, you probably should mention about your service, I think that that's something that really, I think it's a no-brainer because you negotiate your fee from the builder, don't you? That's correct, yeah. yeah. A lot of builders we work with have a margin allocated there for people like myself. So there's no fee to our clients. And a lot of the builders we work with are wholesale builders, so they don't have the big display homes and heavy overheads and sales teams. They rely on people like myself to introduce customers to them. Yeah. So that's why I'm very discerning with who we do business with because I don't want my clients to be paying those heavy marketing overheads that some of the more commercial builders do apply yeah. to, you know, because they've got the reputation in the TV commercials. Yeah, and a couple of things that I really like about how you operate is one, that you're transparent, so, you know, people know exactly where they stand, and the other one, that you're not married, for want of a better word, to (laughs) any particular builder, like there's no, because often those sort of situations where they're sort of in one another's pockets don't turn out well for the client, do they? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I think remaining that 100% independent, status being really really important to my business and look this i mean whilst this is all about the home ownership and it's wonderful it doesn't apply just to your first homeowners and i understand that you can blend your quality your if you qualify for the first homeowner scheme you might be able to tap into both of these so what an opportunity for someone who's just starting out to actually really like it's a it's a big step up for many who are starting out so how much is the first homeowner's grant i think it, it differs in each state so I think okay. if you're coming in under seven fifty in New South Wales, they want and, then, and please no one quote me on this. There is um, movement there in the stamp duty, whether it's completely removed or I it's think, a ten thousand cash bonus. I think so, over <laughs> over six fifty. So there's a threshold for getting it completely free, and then it reduces. I might just do a little bit of research while we're yeah. talking. Yeah. So is there anything else people should know about? Look, the other thing I was just going to say is if you are looking to invest and buying, looking at a whether it's a house and land project or a dual key property or duplex or something like that, if that's on the cards and this is an investment property for you, just be mindful of the fact that this this scheme, this um, bonus is going to push up the land prices. So ultimately, as an investor, it could affect you. So if this is something you're thinking of doing, you know, for a long-term investment strategy, be aware that you now got a bit of competition and it is going to mean that the land vendors will, will hike up prices. Yeah, because I don't know, was it you that was saying the other day that they a lot of the land vendors had taken their price list down off the internet right. in anticipation? Yeah. And, look, I spoke to a, um, a Stocklands estate. Now, Stocklands have got a really good reputation as developers. They really do master plan estates and they've got very high expectations on the properties and, and what um, the word, the term covenants. So you must yeah. have, you know, requ- requirements. So you leave a, a beautiful legacy estate. Now, I spoke to them today and really hard to get someone on the phone. She said since the beginning of May, they've been run off their feet. So this is just going to add to that. And once they've sold out the land, they move on to the next. So... Look, it's yeah. just one of those things. Be aware of, you know, the, the stock will move because this incentive is making people who maybe have been sitting around waiting and not making a decision, this is going to be what pushes them and that yeah. pushes market up. The other thing that I noticed in the qualifications are that it's a builder that you have to con- contract with. 
So that sort of means that you have to do all your trades through the one builder, Ah, um, which is a shame that it's not a project manager. But so I think as time goes on, there will be more detail that comes out and we'll get a full understanding of how restrictive it is. Yeah, and yeah. another asterisk I notice is that builder can't be related to you. <laughs> ah. Yeah, so if you've got a brother-in-law who's a builder. <laughs> well, actually, I do have a son-in-law, but I, we don't qualify anyhow, so that's, yeah. that ship has sailed. <laughs> what was I going to say about that? And the other thing is that you you need to be over 18 years of age, which is obvious, obvious but you, ca- you can't be an entity. It needs to be an individual, so it can't be a company or a yeah. trust that applies for it as well. I personally think it's the stroke of genius on the government's part. So basically what they're doing is um, incentivising the public to keep the construction industry alive. I wish they'd work on a few other industries as well. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, What I want to say now is that there's a fact sheet on the produced by the Treasury Department and I'll include a link in the show notes so people can go because there are quite a few scenarios that they've actually mapped out there and it'll help you to understand what the circumstances under which and the limitations of the grant. And I'll also include Joe's details because, as we mentioned, if you need help to source some land to build a property, Joe can help you and it's not going to cost you anything. Yes, that's right. (laughs) That is an incredible deal. And I, you know, like I feel very confident recommending her because she looks after me, so I know she'll look after you as well. (laughs) And Greg, of course, the the wonderful Greg. Wonderful Greg. (laughs) Yeah, my my better half, do I say that? We all say that, tongue in cheek. Well, listen, I think that's probably as much as we can share at the moment. If you want to ask any questions, if you go into the She Renovates Facebook group, Joe and I both have access to that. So if you want to tag us, if you have a specific question, and we'll be more than happy to answer it to the best of our ability. And as time goes on, we will develop a better understanding of what the grant means for you and for us. And I think that's pretty well it. Yeah, that sounds good to me, Bernadette. And um, yeah, let's let's hope that you know, we've got listeners out there who are going to be able to, you know, make this uh, a starting point for themselves to move forward. Just a quick story and then I'll go. I was talking to a lady today and she is a single mum. She's just in her early 60s, worked her life, you know, like a Trojan, brought up her daughter on her own and really struggled to educate herself, university, more than one degree, and really feels unappreciated in her work. So I feel fairly certain that she's going to be able, because we were talking about how she can, because the one thing, well, she's done lots of things right, but one thing she's done really right has bought a home for herself and, and managed to keep it and pay it off. And that is going to be her sort of ticket to the life that she deserves. And I'm really thrilled that someone like her may be able to, I say may because we never know until we've got down to the nitty-gritty, be able to use that to help them to go to that next step in the next chapter in her life. And I, I think, you know, that's where that money is going to be really transformative. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Okay, we're off.
Okay. Thursday night. So we'll dash off now. And thanks, Joe. And I'll see you on the Facebook page. Will do. Thank you. Take care. Bye. This is the She Renovates podcast. To discover how to harness the power of renovating, check out theschoolofrenovating.com.